Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I cannot wrap my head around this. When innocent civilians are callously murdered, I cannot wrap my head around anyone supporting that kind of action. Cannot. And as far as the university students are concerned and their associations, who have decided to support Hamas and their brutality. You know, I I tweeted this yesterday. I was in my late teens, early 20s, when the FLQ terror attack started and took place in the province of Quebec, and I lived in Montreal. And as far as these students are concerned, I have a message for you. I saw your forebears in the late 60s and early 70s in Montreal. And they were walking around wearing Che Guevara t-shirts. And my view has been they couldn't spell Che if we spotted them the C and the H. Come on. Engage your brains. Engage your passion, your compassion, your caring. Let's get started. And joining me from Israel is Lawrence Zeifman. He's a Toronto businessman. And uh, Mr. Zeifman is a chartered professional accountant. He was in Israel on vacation, and he's decided after the Hamas attack to stay in Israel and do what he can. Larry, thank you very much for joining us. Let me just ask you this. How are you today? We're fine. We had a Shabbat is over here in Israel, and uh, we had a quiet Shabbat where we are. But as you can can imagine, we've been... uh, uh, all traumatized by what's going on. Uh, I was in synagogue today, and um, there are many fathers and brothers of soldiers. Who one one friend of mine, his son, his son said to him, "I hope I see you again." It's uh, we're safe, um, but uh, the the whole country is reeling. Yeah. And when you, when you look at the photographs and look at the images of murdered infants, and you know that infants have been taken hostage, I, I, I can't find the words. This is what I do for a living is talk. Find the appropriate words for the appropriate situation. I can't do that. It's, it's, beyond, it's beyond gruesome. It's beyond anything that you could ever hope to never experience, and yet here it is happening. There really are no words. There's just outrage. That's the only thing we can do. And when you talked before about the demonstrations, that's been so troubling for me as a lifelong Torontonian to see people demonstrating in the streets of Toronto, supporting people who behead babies, behead children, rape women. And these people are demonstrating in the streets of Toronto in support of that. It's uh, it, it, it's shocking. It's beyond shocking. It is beyond shocking. 
What would you say the mood in in Israel is right now compared to when you arrived? Because when you've been there for three weeks, and at the time there was a fair bit of division between right and left in the Israeli political spectrum. I imagine that's not there any longer. I, I know it's not there any longer. What's the mood, though, in, in Israel now? It, it, an unbelievable mood of unity, of determination, of fortitude. Yeah, you're right. The... Uh, the um, disunity has disappeared. Um, people are determined to win this war, to remain in this land, and to protect their the uh, their fellow citizens. We have heard many times over the last number of days that everyone in Israel has a personal connection to someone who suffered in the attack. Are you finding that to be true? Absolutely. I mean, the numbers are um, are staggering. This is a small country. Uh, there's only eight million people here, and when thousands of people have been injured and well over a thousand people have been murdered, uh, there isn't it virtually isn't a community in 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 the uh, in the country that hasn't been impacted. Uh, I've been. Um, uh, I've been to three funerals so far, uh, just people who who were killed nearby. Uh, one was a, a Canadian. Um, uh, killed. Uh, they lived nearby. They were killed down in Gaza. But one was a Canadian from Vancouver uh, with a family connection to our daughter-in-law. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, you, this is impacting every Israeli, every Israeli. There isn't a person in this country who isn't feeling this, who isn't reeling, who isn't personally impacted. Many people probably don't realize that Israel's total population is, as you said, about 8 million. That's less than the province of Ontario. And that's the entire exactly. national population. And the entire national population is now emotionally and, and physically mobilized to go after Hamas, Larry, why did you decide, you were there for three weeks to visit your family, why did you decide to stay in Israel? Well, we, we, came, to, I came, to, we came to the realization together, my wife and I, that, that these are our people, we can't leave. God forbid that we leave and we demoralize people. The most important thing for the people who are not fighting is that they remain strong. My friend who I mentioned to you as a son in an elite unit down in, in Gaza, um, uh, who's, who said to him, you know, Dad, I hope you see, I see you again. He's a, the father's a Brit who moved to Israel years ago. His kid was born and raised here. This little kid used to sit next to me in synagogue. Um, and now he's, uh, he's defending the country. So he he said he he I I, I couldn't bring myself to um, to leave my friends and to let them feel that uh, uh, that I'm not that I'm running away with my tail between my legs you know that I'm running away because I have a Canadian passport and I can get out of here and the Canadian government's letting us out my my friend said to me i have to be strong and he's broken he's he's still suffering from long covid he hasn't he hasn't recovered yet and um and he said i have to be strong for my son the the people who are on the front lines and defending the country need to know that we're with them so it just we just realized that 
we can't demoralize uh, the people by leaving. We need them to know. We need the world to know that the Jewish people stand together, that we don't run away. And in the meantime, we're doing whatever we can, obviously. It, you know, I'm, I'm not putting on a uniform and taking a gun and, and going down there. But we've been doing whatever we can. Um, as I say, I've gone to some funerals. We've been making sandwiches for, for, for uh, soldiers. The, the mobilization here on the social front, um, we live in a community that's about 45 minutes from Gaza, but it's on the road there. So there's a, um, a station uh, off the highway over here where the soldiers can come and pick up, you know, stop and get a snack and get a lunch and, and just feel some connection before and to feel that the people here, the people around the country are with them. And we just wanted to be part of that. We wanted to do whatever we can to help our our friends and the whole country and our family. We have kids here who live here and grandchildren. And for I, I couldn't bring myself to leave and leave them here. And they certainly weren't going to leave. I mean, they're um, our grandchildren here were all born here. Our daughter came here after high school on our encouragement. Um, and um, and and never left, and uh, came back for her wedding. Come back for a couple of family functions, but uh, they're here, and they've got six kids. They live in the old city of Jerusalem, and I I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave them. And I imagine that scenario is being replayed across Israel. Different families, same situation, same decision. Not leaving, staying, supporting my family, supporting the country. I imagine that's happening. I'm sure you're aware. Very much so. Very much so. I mean, the the um, the media likes to, you know, there's a focus on people who were here on vacation or whatever and wanted to get out. But the people I know who have family here are doing the same as me. I'm just a regular guy. They're doing the same as me. They're staying. And even many people without family here who got caught here, they're, they're also not leaving, and they're doing what they can. And the people who are here are determined to stay and to – you know, I'm, not, I'm not judging people who leave. You know, to people at different anxiety levels, this can be stressful. Um, and, uh, and if they can't handle it, maybe they're better – it's better for everybody that they go, that they, they go back. But, um, you know, I, I, I like to say I'm a Zionist from birth. And um, – this is this is my place. I may physically live in Toronto, but we've been coming here fairly frequently for many years, and um, I, I couldn't see myself leaving when I could do more here than there. And you're aware that you're in a potentially very dangerous situation, clearly. Yeah, but Roy, look what's going on in Toronto. Mm -hmm. The police presence at synagogues, at schools. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My grandchildren, we've, we've grandchildren both in Toronto and, and in Israel. And um, our grandchildren in Toronto st stayed home yesterday because Hamas was threatening them, was threatening the Jewish people around the world. And after the demonstration that we saw in Nathan Phillips Square, I couldn't be, con they couldn't be, con their parents couldn't be confident that they were safe going to school. So I think the Jewish people, are in peril right now. But I have to say that the, 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 the moral support that we've received 
so far, and I hope it continues, but the moral uh, support that we've seen so far from virtually every civilized country in the world is heartening. The police presence is heartening. Um, I've spoken to a number of politicians um, in Canada that I know, and they've, they're, they're reaching out and they're supportive. And it's very nice. It's very good. It's great. Very much appreciated. I hope it continues because this is going to be a long war. And there will be times. And it's going to be a long war against anti-Semitism on a global level because it is increasing around the world. It is a... a, Tragically, Roy, it's an unending war. What do they say? Anti-Semitism is the world's oldest hatred. It never ends. And the the fact that we can see it and it's raising its head for the last few years, 78 years after the end of the Holocaust, is shocking. It's, It's... more than worse than shocking. We have about uh, Larry. We have maybe uh, two minutes left. I, I thank you so much for coming on on the air. What do you want to say? What What do we need to know? So, I think that uh, the support has to continue because people need to recognize that Israel can't just cease fire. We can't go back. We have seen, and I'm no military expert. Um, we uh, we can't go back to where these people are on Israel's border. So what I would ask the people, the government, um, the governments around the world to do is to understand that Israel has a job to do, the military has a job to do, they have to win this war. Can't go back to having terrorists who would do such things um, in power in Gaza. And we have to trust Israel, our fellow democracy, to do what it needs to do. And we have to respect their their authority to do what needs to be done um, to make sure that they can protect Israeli citizens and such a thing can never happen again. Larry, thank you so much uh, under these very difficult circumstances for joining us on the air. Uh, I know how you feel about what's going on in Toronto. Clearly, your fellow Torontonians have heard it and has been going on across the country. There'll be more said about that, I'm sure. Stay safe. And um, that's not a throwaway term. I I hope you stay safe. And again, I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you, Roy. Thank you for caring. Thank you to all, all our friends in Toronto who care, who are concerned. We really appreciate it here. It's really, really important. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.